today, and uh, I'm going to be, of course, as I mentioned in this passage of Scripture for a couple of messages uh, in a row, and uh, primarily uh, in chapter number 16 was my focus uh, leading up to our 90-day Bible reading challenge, and and uh, with the Word of God uh, dwelling in us richly. And uh, if you haven't already signed up for this, there's a goodly amount of people that have, which I'm encouraged by. That's more than what I expected that would do that. You say, you're a pessimist, Pastor. Uh, I'm, I'm a realist, uh, you know, you know uh, how we all say those things. But uh, I'm glad that you've signed up for that. Uh, and uh, it's, uh, it's going to be great and, uh, and encourage you to get in the Bible uh, and, uh, and just dig in and learn uh, and refocus uh, yourself, your time as you do that. Uh, you have to maybe change some things about your schedule. Uh, in order to accommodate that. It might be uh, getting up earlier uh, in the morning uh, and getting it done before your day begins, which would be a good practice. And maybe uh, in, uh, in 90 days, you'll have established even a new habit. Uh, and uh, you've always wanted to be a morning person, right? Uh, and uh, so that might be a, a, a way in to uh, killing two birds with one stone right there. Uh, so uh, please do grab one of these and sign up in the back for the 90-day reading challenge. Uh, as I uh, kind of make some introductory remarks about today, uh, this last week, uh, I just uh, went down to a church in California uh, to do some staff trainings. And uh, so there's a software that's called Evernote, and, uh, and I'm a certified consultant teacher, and I teach how people how to use this stuff called Evernote, and uh, so I did that when I got there Tuesday after lunch. They picked me up from the airport, and uh, we went uh, to the church and had the staff members, and uh, and we went through all of uh, that material, just a short amount of time, and, and got to know them a little bit. This is the first time that I've been to this church. Uh, uh, the pastor and I had met uh, at, a, uh, um, at Heartland, just shook hands. We didn't know each other. Uh, and uh, he wanted to do some staff trainings, and he got a referral from another pastor, called me out of the blue, said, we'd like to have you come. Uh, and, uh, and as soon as uh, that happened, then we begin to, uh, we begin to measure one another. Uh, and the Bible says this way, we compare ourselves amongst ourselves. And, uh, of course, that's not a wise thing to do. And, and because I've had the opportunity to travel both like Bible college and preaching different things, taking groups different places, uh, I've, I've been in a lot of churches and I've seen a lot of things. And, uh, and what I try to do is make sure that uh, we measure a church by the standard of the Word of God uh, that we don't necessarily compare. Uh, there's things I preach against. I don't like things I wouldn't do here. Uh, and, uh, uh, but uh, some of those things they do there. Uh, in fact, when uh, he uh, had put on the internet that uh, we're uh, proud, blessed, whatever, to have uh, Pastor Bob Reno come into our church, uh, immediately he got phone calls from, uh, from people saying, oh, you don't want to have Brother Reno come. He is, real, he is super conservative. Super conservative, right? And uh, in fact, uh, we when we first scheduled it, uh, they were canceling their uh, their Wednesday services, doing something on Tuesday or whatever to accommodate whatever. And I, I kind of feel it was like uh, because I'm super conservative, I might not have uh, I might not have liked church or whatever. Uh, but uh, just about a week ago, he said we're going to keep Wednesday service, going to have you preach. Then all right, uh, I like preaching, uh, so we'll we'll do that. Uh, Wednesday, I uh, met with them, did some trainings through the morning, uh, and then uh, went back uh, to the hotel to prepare to preach and uh, went back that night. <clears throat> Here's what he said. He said, Brother Reno says, you're pro he said, you're probably going to be the only person with a tie on. 
uh, at church. And, and I said, that's all right. Uh, and uh, I like my ties. I'm going to wear a tie and whatever. And, and we just talked about being conservative and not. And we've, we kind of hashed some of those things out. And, and we no sooner had that conversation, uh, they dropped me off at my hotel room. And, uh, and you know how like when you go into places, they'll make like uh, towel animals? Uh, the housekeeping will fold them into a swan or whatever uh, and do those kind of monkey or uh, if you've been on a cruise, you've seen those types of things. Well, they didn't do that, but I had gone into the restroom and, uh, and there was one of uh, my wash rags, uh, a new wash rag that was folded. It looked like a shirt and they had my toothbrush uh, running down the middle like a tie. So I took a picture of that and I sent it back. I said, even my wash rags wear ties, brother. Uh, and uh, I said, I won't even wash my face with a rag that's not conservative. And, and, uh, and so we had uh, some fun with, with all of that. So uh, got to church and mentioned in Sunday school, they, pray, they, had, they pray before church. They, uh, it was just a, a, a lot of neat things that they were doing. And uh, even like, you know, I, I wore one of those countrymen mics over uh, double ear mics, the ones that come down here uh, on the side. I don't like to wear them primarily because they don't fit my ears uh, and my ears are small. And so I told them that because I didn't want to wear it. I said, well, I, I said, I've tried those and uh, they don't really work for my ears. He goes, we'll tape them on. Uh, and so they put them on and somebody's behind me, get me, uh, you know, put, you know, take your jacket off. People are, you know, all right, coming in. So they're putting stuff on the back of my pants and they're putting tape on my, uh, behind my ears, whatever. I said, that's where my nicotine patch normally is. Uh, and, uh, and so, uh, we were just having a blast. And, and so then they, they of course, uh, went in and, and they had, uh, um, uh, front singers, uh, so, uh, and he explained it to me this way. He said that at one point, uh, they, they had like, it's a military town. And so they get a lot of uh, naval people in and out and they would have in a, any given year, 50% turnover. And, uh, one, one day they had gone from like whatever number they had in the choir, uh, and it just like was gutted. Like the next, the next Sunday they went to like, just like 10 people in their choir. So they decided not to do that. And so he had an explanation for what he was doing. And, and we, we were, we were talking cause he knew I, I'm super conservative. And, and people said to me, don't go there. He's super liberal. Uh, and, uh, but we both decided that we'll just, we, we would just find that out for ourselves. And, uh, so, uh, so I preached that night. Uh, and uh, they had uh, uh, this. The, there were people in this ready room, and uh, as we went to go out, and <coughs> and uh, they they were praying too, and I was wondering what they were in there for, and uh, but that was the people who were singing, and so they went out uh, one door, and uh, and the preacher and I went out another door, and we got in the front row, and he said this. He said, "Now, brother Reno, he said uh, we stand for the entire worship service." Uh, and uh, all the singing, he says, you don't need to do that, uh, and, uh, and uh, that, you know, uh, but that's what we do, we sing, like, what in the world are they going to, uh, I mean, so, I'm, so, I'm, so I start stretching, <laughs> I don't know if I, and uh, if, uh, how long we're going to be standing, well, and they sang, and they sang uh, six songs uh, between, there's like three songs, then they had some announcements and some different things that were going on, and then they had another three songs, uh, and all six of those songs, I'd never sung them before. Uh, they were, um, you know, one of them was like, I can't remember, it was, a, it was the name of a hymn. I'm like, yes, there's one on there that I'm going to know. And uh, the first part, but then the tag and everything was something I had never heard uh, before. And so I'm observing, I'm watching. Now, uh, my, initial, my initial, like, preconceived deal, and you know what it is, I don't like that stuff. Um, I want to sing out of a hymn. Uh, I want to sing things that we know that are tried and proven that are filled with doctrine or whatever. And so, so I'm, I'm there. They didn't have, they didn't have a dark, you know, 
Uh, let me say this. Uh, I, we left there. We're friends. I'm going to be going back uh, to every other year to do trainings and stuff. And, uh, and uh, they just they, they enjoyed uh, me and my teaching. The, almost the entire church filled out to the, out to the altar on Wednesday night, um, which was awesome. Um, but uh, <clears throat> they, you know, uh, they do stuff that I wouldn't do, vice versa. Uh, but they, so I was just watching, you know, because I have all the preconceived ideas. I'm like, I got, I got this microphone on that I, I, told, I tell people my, uh, they say, hey, do you have this microphone? Here's what I tell people normally. I say, I said, I don't have ears for compromise. <laughs> and because uh, they don't, it, they just don't fit. And uh, I'd like to have them because the sound quality is really good for recording and, and they're very, very effective. It's just that uh, I wear a jacket and, uh, and things and, uh, and it's just a very difficult one to wear. They come up with an in-ear one, I'm on it, uh, and, uh, and we'll, we would make that change at that time. I said it's good for recording. So I've got this on, there's like, there's like lights uh, that I hate, uh, and uh, there's all kinds of different things, right? We're going up there, and there's a, a, a team, a front team, and they're singing, and, uh, and uh, over on the, uh, uh, the one side, there's a guy, and he's playing a box drum, uh, a cajon, uh, which I, I, I just, you know, I don't like them. And, and, uh, uh, and so he knows, he knows, because he was told, Pastor Reno's super conservative. Uh, and, uh, and I was told they're super liberal. Uh, and we went through that whole thing. But here's, here's what I observed in all of that. Uh, uh, I, I didn't know the songs. Uh, <clears throat> so I'm just, I'm singing them. There's, uh, I can see over here some words and, and whatever singing. I just kind of watching people as they were singing. You know what they were doing? Uh, they were singing with all of their heart. They were singing to the Lord. Uh, and they were, you know, uh, I felt like they, they meant what they were singing. Uh, there, you know, there were a couple, a couple of people that, uh, that, you know, would raise their hands when they were singing. And there's nothing wrong with that. And uh, if, you have, if you haven't been here or if you've been here for a short amount of time, we used to have a lady uh, that uh, moved to California, named Brenda, and she'd sit right down here in the front and, uh, and the song would be singing. She'd, she'd stand up, you know, first time she did that, I watched you. You're like, whoa, <laughs> like, what is she going to do? Uh, and, and so she, she, she stood up in, in the service and, and she'd, and, and she'd talk like the whole time I'm preaching. She'd be like, amen, preach. Uh, and she'd be talking to me the whole time. And, uh, and, and I said, we need about 10 of Brenda's in our church. And I'm hoping she moves back. That's kind of a plan in the future. Uh, cause, uh, we need Brenda here. Uh, cause, uh, you all are too stuffy. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, but it spread. There are other people that, that began to, uh, to loosen up a little bit and do that. Now, again, please don't misunderstand. Uh, I'm, I'm not advocating for some of those things. They're just not my cup of tea. Uh, I want church traditional and I'm conservative. I'm going to be traditional and conservative till the day I die. However, um, there's a part of what I witnessed there uh, that, that blew out a preconceived notion. Uh, and uh, if, uh, if I had to make a choice from, from a spirit level uh, of heartfelt genuineness and sincerity, uh, I, I, I would, I would, I, I enjoyed, I would rather have that than be stuffy. The Bible says we're to worship him in spirit and in truth. I believe at Breen Baptist Church, we got the truth, the truth, the word of God, and we preach the truth, but I think we, we, uh, we're kind of short on spirit. And, uh, and, and that's something we need to, we need to really think about as we refocus uh, in 2020, uh, and uh, not and, and and really honestly, I left from that uh, with an idea uh, that 
that not every, not every church uh, that does things differently than we do things uh, are, are consumers or entertainment-based. Um, there's a lot of that goes on, and it's crazy. Uh, but I didn't get that from them. Uh, and, uh, and, I, and I appreciated that. Uh, and we had a, a, a great rapport. Uh, and, uh, and again, like I said, uh, I would go back and, and uh, I'll probably, you know, some people, because uh, he had me, they won't like him. And, uh, and uh, because I was there, they won't like me. And, uh, and preachers are very uh, strange, uh, strange creatures. Uh, and and uh, but but I'm, I said all that because because that's why this message kind of shifting a little bit from uh, the one statement about Bible reading, which we're going to talk about. So three things I'm going to give you. We're going to talk about or four things: the Word, uh, and then worship, uh, and wisdom, and whatever. Because whatever uh, is in, I like I like when God throws whatever's in. It's like that line item in your job description. You do all these things, and then whatever else we tell you, uh, it's always in there. Uh, and uh, and God says, whatever uh, you do in word or deed, do all whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord. So as I had you sing out a little bit ago, I wanted you to sing heartily. I want you to sing out, and I'm going to explain why that's important as we read. Let's read uh, our text again in verse number 16. The Bible says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace uh, in your hearts uh, to the Lord. Now, there's a whole lot in there that we could go for quite a long time. First thing, of course, is letting the word of Christ dwell in you richly. And to not take too much time, what the Bible is teaching us is that we are to, when, we, when you got saved, the Bible says that you're, you became the temple of the Holy Spirit of God. God indwells you. Uh, and we know that we're supposed to read the Word of God, meditate, uh, study, uh, you know, that we may be approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the Word of truth. Uh, God puts a premium on doctrine, sound doctrine. Uh, the you know faith that was once delivered and truth of the word of God uh, as we proclaim it from the pulpit uh, as we as we do all that that all needs to be what God expects of it to be. Uh, but the Bible says that we're supposed to let the word of God dwell in us richly. Uh, that means, uh, in a nutshell, that the Word of God should find place in our heart, that it's to dwell in there, it's to take up a bode, uh, and it's to do so uh, richly, uh, uh, a lot, fullness. It should be something, we should be like morning, day, and night, meditating on the Word of God. This whole 90-day, it's not like, uh, this is a way for us to proactively um, let the Word of God um, dwell in us richly. Uh, and, and that's where doctrine comes from. That's what we believe. And all the music that we sing needs to be filled with doctrine. That's why I like uh, uh, these hymns, these old hymns, because they were meaty, filled with doctrine songs uh, that meant something. And, and when, you, when you read, and you can just flip through some of these songs. In fact, uh, Brother Reed, if you wouldn't mind picking one more song that we're going to sing at the end. Uh, something that would go along with this, uh, with this message uh, and, and sing. And we may, we may in fact, uh, as we dismiss, uh, we don't sing an invitation song, and, uh, but uh, we'll, we'll play that. But uh, we may from time to time, and it may become a custom that we would do as we, right before we pray, uh, that we would sing another, uh, another congregational song. Uh, and, uh, and, and, to, and to leave uh, on the way out 
uh, and praising God. And, and just maybe whatever, maybe that, you know, three or four verses that you would sing uh, in praise to God make you forget why you're mad at me uh, and uh, because of what you had heard uh, in the message. Uh, but uh, there is just a, a fullness in these, in these words and these songs that speak to our hearts that I think we are to, uh, that be, should be rooted and grounded, doctrinal truth uh, from the Bible. We need to let the Word of God dwell in us richly. Now, uh, you think of words like dwell and richly. Uh, those might be words describing something that our Bible reading and devotional, it doesn't reflect accurately what it really is. Um, I, I, would, I would probably dare to say uh, it's, it's, it's famine, <laughs> It's it's not a it's not a rich dwelling, but a, 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 it's it's parse, it's 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 limited. It's not a, it's just not enough. Uh, we should read our Bibles more. Uh, we should, but it's not just reading it. Uh, it is it is planted in our heart. It's hiding in our hearts and uh, in in making it to be something that we meditate on day and night. It's what uh, God says. That's how we're going to have success. But the Word of God dwelling in us richly. So we're going to pour into that with this ninety day reading uh, schedule and in 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 just in, you know hopefully uh, that will be something that you will um, see such great benefits from that you'll continue. Maybe you'll do it again uh, in another 90 days or uh, go through it a couple times uh, in a year and reading it. Uh, but uh, we, I, I know and I've said dozens of times already uh, that we have to eliminate stuff from our schedule, uh, eliminate things from our life that are weights, that are hindering us. Uh, and if God says, by the way, uh, it says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly is not, uh, would you please maybe hope so. This is God telling us this is what we're supposed to do. Uh, and when you think about how people describe uh, the Word of God uh, and uh, men uh, like uh, uh, Job uh, who desired it more than his necessary food uh, or, or uh, you know, David, uh, what he says about it or the prophet Jeremiah and on and on, uh, what they've, how they felt about the Word of God is how we should feel about the Word of God. We should love it and want it and desire it. Uh, and it's, it's by, you know, uh, the psalmist says it's sweeter uh, than the honeycomb. Uh, and, uh, you know, we have, there's a lot of things we like to consume, but the Word of God should be one. I'm going to talk more about this. Getting a little bit further, it says, Let the Word of God dwell in you richly in all wisdom. So we have uh, the Word and we have wisdom there. It's not just knowledge, but it's the, the application of knowledge. Uh, it, is, it is wisdom, wise use of the Word of God. There, there, by the way, there are a lot of religions, denominations, whatever, that, that read the Bible. Uh, but they draw conclusions that are unwise conclusions. And from that, they, they you know, turn the grace of God into lasciviousness. Or, uh, or they come up with doctrines like you know, uh, Calvinism or Arminianism. They're unbalanced in everything. We can, we can approach the Bible with, uh, with, again, preconceived ideas and notions, and we can make it pretty much say what we want to make it and find a proof text for anything under the sun. Uh, but we're to let the Word of God dwell in us richly and with all wisdom uh, and rightly divide the Word of truth and make sure that we are uh, understanding what God is. And by the way, you can't, you can't have it if you're not reading it, and, and you're not, it's not going to happen right if you're not filled with the Spirit of God. Uh, it, it's, it's not going to happen if you just you know, breeze through it and, and, and don't stop and think about what it is you're actually reading. There are a lot of things that we can deal with uh, uh, along that line. 
But notice what it says here, and, and this is the main thought that I want you to get uh, from this morning's message from verse 16. It says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Now, uh, jumping ahead, psalms, we understand what psalms are. In the, the, the early church, uh, the New Testament church, they would incorporate psalms uh, of the Psalms of David and things into their worship. And the practice was uh, taking doctrine uh, and, and, and putting uh, rhythm and music to it. It helps you to, it helps you to memorize. That's why, that's why you, can, you, know, uh, you can remember so many things from the past. When, uh, my daughter, we were in the cargo in the airport, uh, and, uh, and she said something about uh, um, this video about He-Man or whatever, and uh, now, when I was a kid, like a little kid in elementary school, I would rush home uh, to get off the bus so that I could get in my house and watch He-Man. Yeah. And, uh, and so, so I am 46, and so that was like 40, 40 years ago. And, uh, and, and, I, you know, and I can remember, um, you know, the whole beginning part. Hi, my name is Adam, Prince of Eternia. Uh, magical powers were revealed to me the day I held a lot. I can remember all that stuff. Music, things, we have a memory of all those different things in our life. They would put music, that's why scripture songs are, are great ways to, to learn the Bible. You'll sing things through, you might sing your grocery list so you can remember it and put a tune to it. It is an important, great tool. Uh, and so the early church uh, would, uh, would assign uh, and do scripture and put all these things together. Uh, and uh, psalms, hymns, hymns are uh, 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 songs of praise uh, and things towards God. It has an object, and we, we sing these hymns. Uh, we're singing it to Him uh, from our hearts, and we're supposed to do it um, as to the Lord and for Him, not for ourselves, and we'll read that here in a second. But it says, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns. That's what they did. They would teach doctrine uh, with psalms, hymns, spiritual songs in the early church. Uh, now, we don't do the same thing that they did. But in the spirit of that and in the, I guess, in the, uh, you know, um, what we do is we sing congregational music. Uh, in, in, in much of, the, of uh, in that spirit, but there's what we teach and we admonish one another in our, in our congregational music. It's, it's psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, but it's meant. It's, not, it's teaching doctrine and admonishing, encouraging uh, and, uh, one another in those songs. So here's the, the main thing I want you to understand. Uh, people will come to Berean Baptist Church and they will pretty much always leave here thinking, you know, that guy really believes what he preaches. He just really believes that. And, uh, and they'll leave here, and, uh, and, uh, and that would be their conclusion. Uh, but I know there are people that leave here uh, and, and would say this, I don't think those people believe what they were singing. They don't believe it. And, uh, and here's, here's a, a, a conclusion that could be drawn. It's probably, um, it, it, it's probably even more so on that end from the congregational singing uh, that is probably... Uh, more of a detriment uh, to people coming and staying at our church than my preaching is. Uh, because I'm preaching the truth and the Word of God. Uh, but, uh, but if somebody comes in and they're used to whatever, uh, and, uh, and they us, hear us singing, um, How Great Thou Art, uh, as a whisper, uh, and, and just kind of doing that, that affects everything. 
It is yours. We're teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Uh, and, uh, and let me also say this. Um, the song surface, here's, here's an expression we've used for, forever, and, and there's truth to it. We'll say this, that the song service is to prepare our hearts for worship. But the song service is worship. It's, it's, not to, it's not necessary to prepare our hearts for worship. It is an act of worship that we do. The song service, here, here's what we, we do, uh, a, a choir opener. And, and really the choir opener is to let everybody in here know church is starting, right? And, uh, and so the choir begins to sing church is starting. But then there's a lot of people still coming in, whatever. Uh, that's all fine, messing, talking, whatever. Uh, but we do that. Uh, that's, that's, hey, church, uh, church is starting. But then when we get into the congregational music, it is, it's time for us to worship and to sing praises. And there are all kinds of verses in the Bible about singing, and, 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 uh, and we're not going to get into all those. Uh, but it is not, it is not uh, the song service is not the time for you to get settled in for the sermon. Make sure you got everything together and, you know, you got your, you know, uh, you know, you're just getting everything laid out or whatever, getting your jacket done, you're finishing up your Facebook stuff. That's not what the song service is for. The song service is worship. So the idea is, is that what, whatsoever uh, you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord, do it hardly as unto the Lord. Uh, and so when somebody walks in here for the first time uh, at Berean Baptist Church, uh, it's like, oh, uh, uh, church is starting, they're, they're singing a song, and then it's, it's all stand up, and then you're singing every single song like we did that one, that one congregational. Uh, oh, uh, out loud and, and heartily uh, to the Lord. Not as part of it. That's not all of it. It needs to be to the Lord. And, and when you sing, Jesus saves, Jesus saves. And if he saved you, that song ought to mean something to you. And, and because it means something to you, it translates to your body and your face and everything else. Uh, but you are to, to teach and admonish one another in psalms and hymns. It's just not for us. It's just not a warm up for the service. For the preaching, to get our hearts. Now, there's a part of it as we as we as we as we prepare our hearts uh, for uh, the sermon. But that's not it. And let me also say this: the invitation time at the end is not the time you're just gathering your stuff, Amen. putting your you know you can close your Bible, whatever. But it's not it's not time to put your jacket on. It's not time to go to the bathroom. Uh, it's not time to gather up your kids' things and whatever. It's that's not the time for it. The invitation time in a in a in a Bible preaching church. That's the time that you're supposed to pray and do business with God. The preaching is supposed to admonish you and bring you to a point of decision. Uh, and today, uh, it is the it is basically uh, that you're to you're to come to church and you're to uh, to let the word of God dwell in you richly. And you're supposed to sing out and worship and admonish one another uh, in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs uh, as we as we we do it in the spirit of the New Testament church and what they had done. It's not it's just not a formality. It's it's not just some kind of thing that we do. Now we have an order. We have an order. Uh, of service. Uh, but you know, it would probably do us well uh, to come into a service one day and then stand for 45 minutes and sing hymn after hymn after hymn to God in worship. And maybe that's the only thing that we did that day. But if, but if, but if we're just like, you know, whatever, here's, you're like, well, I'm just not a good singer. Who cares? And, you, and by the way, you're, you know, it might not be, you know, uh, uh, you might not get up and sing a, a solo or whatever. So you, you sing. 
You sing everywhere you go and whatever, and, and, uh, and it's, not, it's not even being about, but, to, but I can preach this message, and somebody might not come back to this church, it, but it'd be, it'd be less what I'm saying, uh, and, 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 and maybe because you just stood there next to them, not singing, and, uh, and you know, whatever, you're, you're, tw- you're, you're tweeting during, this, during the worship service. And then, and then you have all the audacity uh, in the world to criticize uh, me or whoever about what we do in church, and you just dialed it in and weren't even engaged the entire time. Do you realize how many people have told me I've said stuff that I've never said from a pulpit? Like, you ain't paying attention. Well, no, that's not, you said that. No, I didn't. I'll get you the, I'll get you the CD or the MP3 or whatever. Uh, you just need to get out of your phone and pay attention to what's being said. That's what you need to do. But probably one of the worst things we do as a church to, to help people and to retain uh, guests and for people to come back uh, is, is, is sing Amazing Grace with a, with a frown on our face. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, and now I was found. Hey, um, we know what the score of the game is. It's not what it's about. It's our it's our responsibility. It's not. I mean, it, you know, we're supposed to sing out into the Lord, and and it's and it's the responsibility of all of us to do that. It's not just the song leader, whoever's up here doing that. It, it's. It, I mean, you think about what is the reason. What is the reason we want you to sing out? Now, I, I walk normally during the service when, the, uh, when the, uh, the choir begins their opener. I'll usually make my way up and wait for it to get done. Let me, let me also just say this. Uh, and uh, Are you okay? Say amen. amen. Uh, if, uh, if you're walking in here to church, and like when Jonathan Arbeen was singing that special a moment ago, uh, you hit the brakes at the door and wait to walk in till he, when he's done. Don't come, don't come, somebody's up here singing a praise to the Lord and, and you come walking from the back all the way up to the front. Uh, hey, can you move over, move over. Uh, and doing that, that's not, that's rude for one. But, but it's, it's, it's we're worshiping. And, and you should have been listening to that song with everything, just completely detached from whatever else is going on in your life and focus like a laser beam on what was being offered to God uh, for us. Uh, and uh, and you ought to be like yes yes that's yes Lord thank you, and uh, and doing that and when it's and then when it's your time to sing, man, you might not come up and sing a solo like like but it's like let's sing another let's do another congregational and you're just like you know uh, singing it. I remember when I was in Bible college I can't remember his name but he was an Irishman, and uh, and he sang Ship Ahoy, was his was his kind of like song, and uh, and he'd get up there and we'd get excited. Because uh, because this guy's gonna sing ship ahoy and he's like he had the whole like ship ahoy you know so, uh, ship ahoy uh, and it's like a like a munchkin uh, and uh, but he would do it but he would just but he would he would belt that out and proudly I say ship ahoy and he would do that and people would like yeah because you know why that guy loved Jesus and he was singing to the Lord. But, but a lot of times we just like, you know, 
the longer we sing, this means the longer preacher's going to preach, and we're going to, you know, we're going to be here till 12.30 or whatever. And, uh, and it just should be, honestly, if I preach till 12.30, 1 o'clock, in, 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 the ideal is you should be like, whoa, man, time flies. It's like, that was good. That's how it is most places. But we're, but we're just, we're not focused on the right things. It's just like another thing we're just trying to knock out on a Sunday. It's like go to church, go to lunch, mow my grass. And we, just, and we punch it all out and we do that. And it is not heartily uh, to the Lord. Every single song. And, and here's what I'm saying. I, I can get all over uh, on that church and whatever. And they're going to sing the you know, uh, 7-Eleven songs. Or, and we've got all the stereotypes or whatever. But I know this. I, 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 didn't, I didn't know the songs. Not my cup of tea. But you know what is my cup of tea? People are standing there meaning it. They're like, and, and I was watching the preacher. And, uh, and then at the end, it's like the invitation. Like I said, people just poured out uh, uh, to the altar. And he said this afterwards. He said, Brother Reno, it's not because uh, you said anything that was new or different or whatever. It's just uh, it was from a different person or whatever. And, and it was so good. And uh, so I don't know if they just needed a, a shot of a, a tie-wearing conservative preacher. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I, but I needed a shot of, of people who were singing to the Lord. They weren't singing what I would sing. And they weren't singing it in the way that I will sing it. Uh, or as we would present it uh, in our church. But I, but I guarantee you uh, they were singing to the Lord. And they were singing out. And, uh, and, and, here's, and here's the thing. I don't like that stuff. But, but there was a part of me that's like, I like that. Are you following me? Now, if somebody walk in that church and they didn't have the position or whatever that I have or whatever, and they're just like looking for a place that they just love Jesus, they would find it in that church. That's what they would have felt in that song service. And I'm tired of, of preaching spirit and truth with no spirit. I, I, I'm tired of saying, we're, I'm Baptist and we're right and we believe uh, and, uh, and, we just, and we, just, we just get by and it's just it's apathy and it's just wrong. Who can, we, can have, we can have 15 hymnals in here and never put a word on a screen uh, for a song and carry our King James Bible in. But if, but if we're not here and dialed in, in worshiping God, what are we doing? Why are we doing that? And so, so Brother Reed, Brother Hansen, it's like, come on, come on, come on. And, 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 and like begging people to sing out. Uh, and, uh, and, and really, uh, it, it should be like, hey, could you turn the, can you, t- hey guys, turn the piano up. We can't hear the piano. Can't, can't hear it over the voices because people are just singing out. To the Lord that saved them and, and how good it is. And we count your, count your blessings, name them one by one. Jesus is all, all we need. Uh, uh, holy, holy, holy. And we sing that. And, we, and we, you, you sing commercial jingles with more, with more heart than you will a hymn. And, 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 and it, just, it just shouldn't be that way. And you say, I can't sing. I don't care. Just... Loud, you uh, you just be there, and if your wife's like, Shh, whatever, you say, no, pastor wants me to sing, praise God. 
And so I'm going to sing. You don't like it? You might not. Hey, you might be on restriction at home. No singing. But not here at church. Here at church, you're singing. And you're just singing it out because you love the Lord and you're worshiping Him. And so to help us to not just be like, at the end, also gathering our stuff. Okay, uh, people are praying. Somebody's getting touched by God, whatever, and, 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 you're, and you're just, you know, whatever. Well, take my phone off, whatever, and, and doing that. We might sing another song just to stay engaged in worship so that we can, so that we can pray. And, and by the way, if God spoke to your heart during the sermon and you got, you got right with the Lord or in uh, whatever the case may be, you'll probably sing with a little more enthusiasm at the end than you did at the beginning. But it's worship. And, uh, and so, <laughs> as an independent fundamental Baptist, uh, we get all, and again, uh, some of you might hear, pastor's going to, he's, he's turning into a raging liberal. No, I'm not. If that's what you're getting out of this, you are not paying attention. And I feel sorry for you. Uh, it, is, it is the difference between, between the heart and doing it heartily as unto the Lord. And, uh, and here's, you can, have, you can have pianos playing and people singing hymns and it not be boring. Now, again, it's not about you. It's about him. If you say, I don't like the music, it's boring. Sorry, it's not for you. It's for him. We're worshiping him. We're not, we're not entertaining you. And if you can just get that in your head, you'll be a whole lot happier in church. And then you just realize that I'm here to worship God. And so it's like, turn it, you're like, oh, yes, this is my favorite one. And it's your favorite one because it, because it means so much to you because the doctrine in there just, uh, and the message of that song, and that's you. You were saved by grace. And so you sing out and, you're, and, you're, and you have a smile on your face. And, uh, and the smile's bigger uh, than that 70s hit song you heard at Safeway over the radio. That when it comes on, you know all the words and it brings a smile and you have all the nostalgia in the world. Uh, but you should, when you sing, uh, burdens are lifted at Calvary, it ought to bring a smile to your face. Because that's what happened. And you're worshiping God. So you know what should happen from this day forward? Is that when we sing our song, song, prayer song, that you're just singing out heartily. You know the difference, you know, between something that's not heartily and heartily. You're, just, you're, just, you're, sing, you're out. It's, it's loud. It's more. It's full. Uh, it's, you ever had a hearty meal? You're not hungry when you leave a hearty meal. You're full. And uh, uh, right before we left, uh, they had take me to this, uh, taking me to this steakhouse. And, uh, uh, and, and I, when I've never been as full uh, as I've ever been. Couldn't, I, I mean, it was enough. And, uh, and when, you, when you worship God and you pray and you let the Holy Spirit and you come to church, God, speak to my heart from your word. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to worship you as I sing. I'm going to sing out and I'm going to mean it. Uh, and, uh, and then at the end, you're, you're coming up here and you're praying or you're praying where you're at and you're singing next to the person, the visitors there, uh, and they don't know what to do, right? They've been to a Baptist church. Like, what is this? And you're like, hey, this is what we're singing. They're holding on to one side and you're singing constantly abiding. <laughs> They're coming back. But if, but, if, but if you're disengaged and just doing whatever, messing around, they're like, these people don't, they're not engaged. 
So then they'll go, they'll go across town to, to the other church, and you know what they see? They see people up singing and things, whatever, and people are standing the whole time, and they're just liking it, and they're raising their hands or whatever, uh, and, uh, and some, somebody's there, and they're going, and they're singing, and uh, whatever you think about that, they're looking at that person going, they believe that. They believe that. They're into it. And I like it. And uh, I didn't like that stuffy church that was dead, singing, I don't know what they were singing. And, uh, but you see the difference? There's a spirit. It's not even, so, so, so part of it is we need to admonish and teach one another, and we do that through this. We do that through this singing, and the worship as we worship Him. We're out of time. Did you pick a song? All right. And uh, in a minute, we're gonna, well, we're gonna have an irritation first. Now we're gonna sing another song. And uh, and honestly, if I see you like not singing, uh, uh, you know, I'm gonna step on your foot in the foyer when I see you. I'm gonna step on it so hard. You're gonna scream so loud. I'm gonna say, "There's there's the volume right there." And, uh, and so you'll be ready to sing here in a minute. Let's all stand. But we're going to have our invitation. And here's how I want you to do. I just want you to pray, God, help me to, be, to have the word of God dwell in me richly. And help me, Lord, to, to sing worshipfully and to you when I do sing. And that whatever I do, that I'm going to do it heartily as to the Lord. And, Lord, that you would, you would use me in singing out to you to touch the heart of a visitor, somebody that's here. At Lord, help me not to be a hindrance and a weight that would keep them from coming. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and Lord, help me to come to church and to come the right way and with the right spirit and the right attitude and get involved and leave here having been changed from the Word of God. Uh, and that should be your prayer. As the panel begins to play and as the invitation opens, you can pray where you are, you can pray up here and, uh, and say, God, help me to, to have the proper worshipful spirit. Uh, I, I am... 100% hypercritical about music and stuff like that. And I am. I'm trying to protect our church. But at the same time, you got to sing the right songs with the right heart and sing out and sing to the Lord and mean it. And those words ought to mean something to you. Probably one of the best books you could read just to crack open a hymnal and just read the words in the hymnal. The doctrine and the truth and just the, the, the meat that's in there, that would be something. That probably be a, a, an exercise that would be a good exercise to have.